Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey there, Unstuckers. Josh here, coming at you from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And say hey, Chell. Hey, guys. Chell here, coming at you from the Picola, also known as Pensacola. Awesome. We are broadcasting across most of the country, but not exactly coast to coast. Um, we're back on a Wednesday to talk about pivoting. Pivot. 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 Uh, friends reference. So go ahead and judge us. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about pivoting because a lot of people with all this stuff going on are being forced to pivot. But I think we also want to talk about how to pivot and when to pivot, regardless of if COVID-19 sticks around a bit longer. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So now that we have accents... <laughs> So, Chell, you've got extensive notes on pivoting. Why don't you kick us off here? When we pivot, like think of like a normal business situation, right? So like things may not be going well and you kind of have to pivot, go in a different direction. This happens a lot with new businesses. So that could happen. Or you can be in a global pandemic and you are kind of forced to pivot. We're kind of in the latter right now. Some people might be in a combination of both, but I feel like most people are probably in the latter. The whole I think we pandemic. need a news flash. I think we need a news flash sound effect there. News flash. Have you heard about COVID nineteen? <laughs> it's all anyone is talking about. Yeah. In case you guys haven't watched the news, a lot of companies are saying these unprecedented times. We're here to support you, but that's also showing that they're pivoting to kind of be a little bit more customer centric if they haven't been in the past. So a lot of these companies are coming together, kind of switching up what they're doing. And it could be a perfect time for you and your business to do that as well. Agreed. So how do we, how, how do we know what to pivot to? It's the real question, right? So especially like with, let's, let's talk with COVID-19 in mind. So let's say your business is, you know, deemed not essential, closed, or customers just aren't coming anymore because of how they feel about going out or spending money right now or whatever. Let's say your business is clearly in trouble right now. So that is the why we're pivoting now. But how do we know what to pivot to? Chow? I think looking at your business and seeing what services or products you may offer and shifting towards one that is going to be most pertinent in our current climate. For example, I've seen several restaurants, not just here, but kind of across the country, people that I follow on social media and past coworkers shift their platform. So there's one here, um, it's a place called Taco Agave. They have shifted. So they were a club and like a bar and a taco shop and they were popping every Friday, Saturday night, like lines out the door popping. And now they've kind of shifted to what they call Bottega Agave. So now they're selling like gallon-sized margs to go. And margs is short for margaritas, in case you guys didn't know. They're also selling like buttloads of hand sanitizer, like the giant rolls of toilet paper. So they've shifted to like meet the needs of 
the people in this climate. So why not get your gallon of Marg with your giant roll of toilet paper, right? Marg. I've never heard Marg for Margarita. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I mostly say that jokingly. (laughs) Yeah, you're mostly joking, but until it's just seeped in and you can't complete a word. (laughs) Margs. Totes, Josh. Avs, Margs. Um, (laughs) So how did they know what to pivot to? Like, what are they... What can they get their hands on? What are they capable of? But also, what does the customer need right now? Right? And so they're looking out and they're seeing... That's where it all files back to, for sure. Yeah. So they're they're looking out now and seeing like, oh, man, there's a shortage of toilet paper. Um, I saw a similar a, a fast food restaurant, a sandwich shop uh, here. Uh, they posted in their window um, that they are now selling their deli meat straight up. <laughs> like as a deli kind of, which they don't do normally. Um, but they looked at their customers going, a lot of people are afraid to go to grocery stores because that's like the epicenter of, or, of what's still open and where everyone still goes inside of. Um, so like Germ Central. So if people are afraid to go to grocery stores, but they still want their deli meat, why don't we ha- offer that, you know? And and that way they can go to a grocery store less often for other things, blah, blah, blah. Um, and like you're here for a sandwich anyway, why not also make your sandwich later at home by yourself? That's a good example of, of pivoting and looking at what do we have? What do we have access to? What are we capable of that can serve uh, the customer's need? Totally. And right now is an interesting time because for the first time in maybe my memory in my lifetime, like pretty much everyone has some of the same needs like overlapping not 100% all the same but there are some basic overlapping needs that almost everyone has right now as opposed to different factions of everyone's got their own group of whatever you know so that means you got a lot of people wanting the same stuff how can you pivot towards that stuff right definitely so becoming either changing your product to be customer centered or changing your service to be more customer centered. I think that's kind of the key, at least for COVID-19. That should kind of be your why the majority of the time in your business. But right now, that's Yeah, you should always be. And and this is, I guess, my point outside of COVID-19 is you should always have a moment. I try to do this once a month. I don't necessarily succeed, but I at least do it once a quarter. I try to take a step back and look at my whole business through the lens of what the customer is experiencing and think about what they need and what can I uh, give them that's better. And that is like not COVID related. Right. And so in normal times, I want to not just get comfortable with what I have, but say, can I be more lean? Can I focus my energy on some things that more often the customer has me do so I can specify that more, uh, do that more efficiently, specialize Um, and also advertise that that's what I do because that's what the customers are looking for, et cetera, et cetera. And from everything from what kind of work gets done, what kind of things they can hire me for, and also what kind of little things like, you know, is my form that they drop off to sign away all their rights? Like, is, is that too long? Can I make that more an easier, smoother, less friction transaction, right? Um, So stuff like that. And I think that's a good reminder of like 
all that really goes into being an entrepreneur, solopreneur. I know that's kind of off track, but to show you that you really have to like go back and just kind of evaluate everything that you've done. It's always a work in progress and we're never a hundred percent there, but I think that's also part of your nature as a solo entrepreneur. Yeah. So keep that in mind, guys. Um, in addition to pivoting, just kind of going back and reassessing, yeah. which may lead to pivoting. And so my my personal pivots in my business so far haven't been major shifts because right now, maybe more than ever, since people are working remotely, people really want their technology to be working really well. So I'm I'm still pretty relatively busy, um, and and that's great. But my pivots have been that I am. I very early on started wearing a mask and gloves when people were still like not taking it seriously because they, if I walk into an office or a home where somebody's not taking it seriously, they can, they can judge me and make fun of me, but that doesn't really hurt the transaction at all. But if I walk into somebody's home or business without a mask and gloves and they are taking it seriously, then that does hurt the transaction. They are now like a little afraid of me. I don't want them to be afraid of the person providing them service, right? So I very early on got on the bandwagon of masks and gloves um, to just, you know, show that I'm, I'm taking it seriously and I will, I will do my best to um, keep us both safe while I fix your technology, you know? So that's one, it's not like a pivot in, in services I offer, but it's pivot in how I do my business to, again, keep the customer happy, safe, secure, and calm, you know? Definitely. So my big COVID transition was going from my clients' homes to now cooking in my home and delivering to them, which is, boy, if you guys have a small kitchen, you would understand that it's quite a big feat. But for the safety of both myself and my clients, I think that that was the best move on my behalf because I don't know how long you're in clients' homes on average, Josh, but I'm there like four or five hours. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's that's too long to be potentially exposed or exposing someone to something, you know? So exactly. that was, that was my decision there. Yeah. And, and like you, we, uh, we both go from person's house to person's house, which means we're more likely to pick something up and then transfer it to the next. Um, so it's not like I'm just sitting at home and I've only gone to one person's house in the last few months. So that's another reason to like take it seriously. Think about how you need to change directions. Um, one person I know is an esthetician and cannot do her normal work right now because that is very up in close in your personal bubble space kind of work. Um, so very close. so they're they are closed by by the state of New Mexico right now. But um, but she's you know very different from us because our businesses are still. Uh, alive and doing okay. Um, she is pivoting to uh, doing online like beauty consultations and shipping out product and and having Zoom calls where um, she can explain how to apply it and watch them apply it and make sure that they're doing it right. So she's still servicing the client who wants, say, a facial. And maybe it's not, I mean, I don't know enough about facials, but maybe it's it's probably not as good as what she could do one-on-one in her uh, shop, right? But at least the people who want to continue to take care of their skin while they're trapped at home, especially in a dry climate like New Mexico, she can walk them through the steps, mail them the product, et cetera, et cetera. And she can at least uh, somewhat keep her business going with 
by instead of identifying the, the client's new needs, identifying the client's old needs, but in a new way. That's a really cool pivot. That's really outside the box. And I love that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And some people need to do things like that. So I wanted to mention it because both of our businesses aren't as drastic uh, yeah. a pivot. Um, and some people are out there going, I can't, I cannot do what I did right now. And maybe yeah. for a while, you know, so. So I have an example of an outside COVID-19 pivot. Yeah. So the whole moving to Germany thing, definitely still happening. Cool. And some point, some point, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can't cook for people there unless I'm subject to 40% German tax, which would be awesome if I was a German citizen, because then I get all the free stuff but I'm not. So pivoting from having kind of more of a customer service-based business to more of an online business and really focusing on that. So sometimes it's not pandemic-based. Sometimes <laughs> it's kind of just a life shift-based. So this isn't necessarily all for COVID and your business may need to shift after COVID, but it doesn't have to all be pandemic-related and you guys will find a solution that's going to work best and so that your business can stay strong and you can keep solopreneuring or entrepreneuring and not have to work for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, some people are going to have to make the ultimate pivot, you know, and I, I think I, for one think that society as a whole is going to be different when we come out of this, people are going to, uh, maintain an awareness, maybe a little bit germophobic awareness, uh, even after vaccines are out. Um, I think, I think it'll be, it, it, it's not, I think it won't go back to normal. Like some people are really counting on. Um, I, I don't know anything that is just my opinion, but what I'm saying is whether it's for the short term or the long term, now is an opportunity to, to look ahead and think, what is this new world going to look like? And does my business fit in it anymore? Can I drum up enough business? And some people, the answer is going to be no. And you're going to have to start a brand new business. And that is the ultimate pivot, right? If you figure out, you know, if you're, this is not COVID related, but let's say like you're a blockbuster video and ain't nobody coming out to rent your movies anymore in person because Netflix is mailing them slash streaming them. Um, if you're too late to pivot like Blockbuster, then you're gone. And if COVID-19 um, and the uh, upcoming change in society destroys what you used to do, or at least maybe what you used to do at the volume you used to do it because you can't have as many people coming through as quickly or something like that, let's say something happens, the numbers don't work anymore, you're going to have to make the ultimate pivot and find a new way of doing business, like a totally different service or product or whatever. Um, but the good news is if you're looking at it now while people are freaking out about trying to keep their business alive and you're able to admit to yourself that this I don't see working next year even, um, then you're way ahead of the game if you can start now on planning the new business that the new post-COVID society is going to really want and use, if that makes sense. Totally. I think that's an awesome example. 
there are some companies that are existing right now that are kind of looking into the future doing that already. Or rather than doing their marketing for like one to two months out, they're focusing a little bit more on the long term, like 12 to 18 months out. Um, and that may be scary because you're investing now in marketing for what will hopefully be an ROI down the road. But I think that that just solidifies how important it is to have a client and need-based business serving serving the needs during this climate and beyond. Because like you said, Josh, it's probably not going to be the same. So really putting some thought into that now, while you probably have a little bit more time on your hands, is going to be really important. If you guys want to kind of expand upon that, in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing a side hustle launch challenge. Totally complimentary. All you guys have to do is sign up for our Facebook group and we will walk you through starting your side hustle, which can turn into your post-COVID awesome business. Boom. So that's whether you're, whether your current business isn't going to fly anymore or you maybe got laid off from your job and you've always wanted to start a business and that's why you're watch, listening, watching. <laughs> that's why you're listening to this podcast right now. Uh, that's for you, like how to start a business. So there, boom, there's the announcement. Uh, you can go to unstuck.institute backslash challenge to sign up. Um, and it's totally free. There is no sales pitch at the end for like, uh, now buy our course, da 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 is just show up for you guys and help out. So um Check that out, unstuck.institute slash challenge. So getting back to uh, pivoting, though, I do want to also say, like, there's some things, like, I'm thinking now, and I don't I don't know anything, but I'm just thinking now, like, that the, like, Apple usually releases iPhones in September-ish, and that is a huge part of their business right now. Like, that's what makes them billions of dollars. Um, and... It's not like buying an iPhone is really uh, a health concern, but I wonder with so many people unemployed right now and the long-term effects on the economy, et cetera, how many people are going to line up to buy a brand new, what are they now, 800 to $1,000, these iPhones? Like, um, I think they're going to see a lot less people coming out for uh these expensive products and, and they're going to have to decide relatively soon. Like, are they really going to launch a new iPhone this September? Probably because they probably need to get some sort of money, but how are they going to do it? Are they going to figure out a lower price point or a cheaper model or something so they can continue getting sales and profits? I don't know. This is just me talking like apropos of nothing, but I was thinking about stuff like that. It's like not just the health concerns, but also the economic concerns are going to change our short-term society. Yeah, definitely. People aren't going to be spending as much. I think they said the economy is going to shrink like 9% estimated this year alone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it's already shrunk in China and Italy and the other countries that have been like tremendously affected by this. So I can only imagine what we're in for once this, once we start actually flattening the curve. So on that downer note, I think that's a wrap on on pivotings and the other tangents that we just took. <laughs> but So please join us for the Side Hustle Launch Challenge, which is May 18th through 22nd. That'll be in a private Facebook group just for you guys, absolutely free. Go to unstuck.institute backslash challenge. It's time for a recap. One. Try to figure out what your customer needs. Two, be honest with yourself when you need to pivot. Three, try to figure out what your customer needs. 
No, really. Whether you're just starting out or you're several years into business, you can probably benefit from some of the services on Fiverr. From ramping up your website in the hands of a trusted professional to enhancing your current site's SEO, the pros on Fiverr can help you with it all. Check out the affiliate link on the Unstuck Institute site to see how you can benefit from using Fiverr today. All right, and that's a wrap on episode 35, How to Pivot. We'll be back on Friday for another Casual Friday episode, and we'll see you again next Wednesday for another topic episode. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. Oh, now we look hotter. Hot!